Let's get some insights on the news shaping the markets. And for that, we welcome in Tuan Nguyen. Thank you so much of RSM for being with us. So tell me about your takeaways from this morning's report, where we continue to see, obviously, uh, this is the Fed's preferred way to see an inflation. It rose 4.7% in May. Uh, these are multi-decade levels, basically. Thank you, Nicole, for having me. I believe uh, today's report on spending and inflation, the Federal Reserve key goal uh, for inflation is not a good report. Now, it has the... Um, element of um, the worst of both things. You have a slowdown in real spending and you have multi-decade high inflation. Now the problem with um, the decline in real spending is not uh, is in part because of uh, the slowdown of the economy, lower demand, but I believe um, the main part of the de real decline comes from high inflation that eats into consumers' um, buying intention and especially consumers' um, purchases of discretionary items just because of the spike in energy and food prices. Yeah, without a doubt. So now what at this point? You said there's a decline in spending that we are seeing. But so much of this is because of an economy that people are getting nervous. We've seen it with consumer sentiment. We've seen it with consumer confidence now. And the spending is slowing. But um, how bad can it get? Can it all turn the other way? Because even Morgan Stanley now is expecting some Fed rate cuts next year. Yes, absolutely. Um, so at the moment, we follow oil prices and food prices very closely because if you see in the last couple of months, especially since March, if you look at oil prices and food prices, you can basically get a sense of what spending is going to go. So for example, in April, we had a decline in oil prices. Um, therefore, we, we had a very, very uh, sizable increase in spending. Now with today's report, we, we see that uh, um, the, the, the sizable uh, increase was actually revised downwardly to 0.3%. Um, now, that was not a very good news uh, for the market and uh, especially for the Federal Reserve, again, because of the spike in oil prices and, and, and um, food prices. And if we look at June, we still see that increase in oil and uh, food prices. So we expect that um, real spending will continue to decline in June. Yeah, I understood. What's the wild card here? I mean, we we focused on the labor market. Um, it's been pretty strong, though. It's now um, beginning to slow down, right? We're seeing pauses or even layoffs. What is the wild card here? What is there, the different scenarios that you're watching? So different scenarios, if we really want to look for the silver lining, especially from the spending report today, we continue to see the shift from spending on goods to services. We see a big decline in goods spending and we see a steady increase in service spending, which is um, what the Fed is, is hoping uh, for uh, because uh, most of the um, contribution to inflation uh, has been from goods inflation. Now, with, uh, in terms of uh, the labor market, uh, for the job report next week, we believe that um, the, we will see a continue, uh, continuation of the slowdown uh, in terms of the labor market. Uh, we expect uh, 300,000 in terms of net payroll employment for, for June. Now, however, I would not be surprised if we see 250 um, for next week.
You know, um, at this point now, as an economist, um, are all these levels okay? Are we okay? Um, 250, 300,000 jobs added is and slower everything. Are we okay or should we be worried? So if you look at the big picture in terms of the labor market, I still think that we are okay with these levels. Now, if you look at the initial jobless claim that also came out today, um, we are seeing a steady increase of initial jobless claim in the past couple of weeks. If you look at the four-week moving average, the 13-week moving average, which is um, our preferred measure of initial um, jobless claims, we see um, sign of reversal in terms of labor market tightness. Um, now, however, the, the overall initial jobless claims is still hovering around the 230K um, level, which um, is only a little bit above the 2019 um, average. So I still think that labor market is still okay. Now, however, I really want to mention this. Uh, I believe that labor demand is um, too strong at the moment, um, which is uh, very unsustainable and unhealthy. And I think Fed, um, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell uh, has pointed it out very correctly that the level of labor demand at the moment is very unhealthy and they're trying to do everything to tame it down. You know what else I also, as we look at this um, inflation picture, um, this is a global story. And um, at home, we're facing it, but they're seeing it abroad as well. And what I can't believe is that there's this feeling that people still have enough savings to navigate. I'm not sure why you tell me, why are they still saying that people have so much savings when at the same time, credit card debt is on the rise? I don't know. I, I mean, maybe there's a, a disconnect happening here. That's a great question. And I think um, in overall, we still have a lot of saving on the side. Now, however, the majority of that amount of saving is uh, at the top uh, two quintile in terms of income in the US. Now, for uh, lower income um, households and middle income households, uh, I believe they're still struggling with higher prices, with higher gasoline, higher food prices. So they have to dip into that uh, excess saving. Um, to spend on those necessities. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And we'll continue to watch what the Fed does here, too. Tuan, thank you so much. Tuan Nguyen, thank you. Um, U.S. economist at RSM. Thanks.